Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of The Murder Mentality. Thank you so much for your patience. I'm sorry it took so fucking long to get this done today. But I had a really busy day and some crazy things went on this morning. All good. Last minute plans that kind of got made due to uh, uh, some situations with the lawyers and stuff. Uh, but good stuff all around. So, um, you know, I talk a lot about truth. I talk a lot about like how important it is to understand that the truth is an undeniable concept. Um, and I just want to start out with something that I realized the other day that was fucking crazy powerful to me. What's up, Stanley? Um, and that is that I think, you know, I've been slowly like working through my uh, con concept behind the idea that like, there's only two things in this world as far as emotions go. There's love and there's fear. Well, I'm going to take this kind of an interesting step in the same direction. And I'd like to say that not only is it just love and fear, I think that love and truth are literally the same thing. Okay? Let's talk a little bit about this and then we'll get into the concept here where I said intention is everything. Okay? So... Love is just simply truth. It's unalienable, okay? It's unassailable. Truth is truth no matter how you fucking spell it, no matter how you want to try to twist it. The truth is simply the truth, okay? And I think that if you cannot replace anything that you use the word con the, the concept of love with truth or its, its, its sister honesty, you're not doing it right. Period. Okay? Really, literally, like, anything I can think of that I actually have massive love for, they're just truths. Think about all the things that you just fucking absolutely admire, adore. It's your favorite parts of things. Just the things that are crazy important to you, they're all based in fucking truth. So, we have to realize that we must operate in our heart of hearts with all of our intentions based in truth. I can't think of one person in the fucking world, not one that I could ever meet that wants to say the words, man, I wish I had more liars in my life. I don't know anybody that says, man, I wish I had more deceitful snakes around. No, you see people saying shit like, cut the grass real low, check for snakes. And I do talk a lot about the fact that when people are just like that, it's not because they're just fucking pieces of shit. It's because they're just fucked up in the head. <laughs> because only somebody that's fucked up in the head is going to think, man, it's okay if I lie. It's okay if I'm not truthful. It's okay if I don't act in a respectable manner in those concepts. All right. So let's get that straight right off the bat. I think we can safely say that anybody that doesn't operate like that is not operating like that based off of one concept and one concept alone. Fear. Let me get this straight. Tell me about a time that you've ever lied to somebody that fear wasn't involved. Take it a step further. Tell me about a time that somebody ever lied to you or ever lied to you that fear wasn't involved in their motivations. <laughs> really, 
Sit and think about it. The only example I have yet to come up with, and even that is a somewhat questionable example, is if like you were on the battlefield, somebody gets hit, they're bleeding out, they're dying fucking horrifically, and they're like, am I going to be okay, man? And you say, yeah, man, you're going to be okay. And just let them slip off, not in a total chaotic state. But even then, man, I think it's important if somebody's dying, I've never been in that situation, but I'd like to think that you could tell them and then still comfort them. Not have it be a mistruth as they slowly slip into the night. Again, I haven't been there, so I can't speak for that. But that's the only fucking time concept I can come up with. Please, if you can think of another one where a lie should be the first thing you say, tell me. Okay, one more. Like a surprise party or something. All right? Like if you're trying to surprise somebody with something cool or nice, I think that it's somewhat acceptable at that time. But I can't think of any other times. Like, literally, I think that this is a, a non-exception kind of concept because, again, intention is everything. In those two situations, you know what the fucking truth is. You're doing it because it will benefit them. I can't think of a single other time when somebody could honestly tell me that, that, that lying to somebody for any reason is going to be for their fucking benefit. Okay? So, let's get into it. Intention, intention, intention. I'm currently still embroiled in some crazy, unpleasant stuff regarding custody and all the legalities involved in that stuff. But the thing I consistently check myself on in this process, and it's fucking hard, man, but I have to be, I have to be vulnerable with you. I have to talk about stuff, all right, is that I don't want for anybody to get hurt. I don't want anybody to get fucked over in concepts like this, man. I want everybody to be involved in my child's life in a meaningful and a healthy kind of a way. That's what I want. Okay? But everybody has to be on board with these kinds of things. But this applies to literally anything. But this is the situation that consistently teaches me to do this. To remove my emotion. Remove any of the feelings, thoughts, concepts I think I need to fucking know. And take it all away. And just try to get my intention right. Get my intention right and my focus on God. Anything that is of love is God and anything that is not of love is not. And so therefore, as I said earlier, since love is truth and God is truth and God is the word, then I must talk to myself in truths. When my conscious, when my subconscious or the, the fleshly shitty part of me tries to come up and like tell me to fucking think or feel certain things, I need to focus on love and truth. I don't think any of us can argue on what is love and what isn't love when it comes down to it. Love is universal. It's accepting. I think, and I said this the other day, I think that you should be able to have so much love in your heart that you can strike your enemy down in defense as you do it and still have love for them, just understanding that they are misguided. Okay? So... Let's bring intention back into the concept. Let's talk again, intention. We need to walk from moment to moment in our lives with intention, consistently. Intention is fucking everything. If I have my heart in the right place, but I make a mistake, it's a fucking mistake, but at least my heart was in the right place. And that's the truth of it. I don't know everything. I can know a lot, I can research a lot, but I can't always have all of the information before I make every decision. But if I check my heart, 
I know that I'm acting in the right ways, even if it's not necessarily the direction it needs to be. That's why I can fucking cuss at you guys. That's why I can say some shit that's like inflammatory and would make a lot of motherfuckers angry because my intention is in the right place. You can feel my spirit talking to you with truth and love. You can feel the fact that I care about you. You can feel the fact that it matters to me for you to get a positive message. Even if I curse up a storm and have some weird shit that might, again, upset some people as I talk about it. But again, those people are going to only be upset because they don't want to look at themselves. Right along with fear, anger literally is just a simple aspect of, of fear. The things that make me angry, even if it's justifiably angry, are oftentimes because I'm afraid it's going to continue to be like that. Like, for example, racism is infuriating to me. <laughs> Sexism also. Like, for real, when people get marginalized based off of fucking face value bullshit like that, it's fucking infuriating to me. When I was a kid, we used to, like, me and some of my fucking shitty gutter punk friends would wear shirts that said shit like, follow your leader with a picture of Hitler killing himself and stuff like that. Like, I fucking hate the stuff. But it's really, truly because I'm afraid that that ignorance that exists in the world is going to bleed over and, and, and cause massive pain and damage. I'm afraid of what it might do. And I'm afraid that I won't be able to change it because I can't change other people's hearts. I can only influence them. Truly, that's true for me in every concept, in every way where I find that I'm angry or hateful towards something is that I'm either afraid because I don't understand it or I'm afraid that I can't control it. But this ties again directly into how I always talk, man. We must control ourselves. We have to keep our focus on God. Is it any, is it absolutely any small like coincidence that some of the most influential, powerful, positive people throughout history have all said those words, keep your focus on God? To bring love to the table in everything we do? In fact, so thoroughly that as much as I don't want to admit it, I've never seen hatred get rid of other hatred. Think about that. Think about that. Like, I want to hate racism as much as possible. I hate the concept of it, but I can't hate it out of somebody. It's not possible. Dr. King talked about that shit. I mean, you have to love that kind of shit out of people. But man, is that hard. Man, is that hard. That means that when your intentions are in the right place, sometimes it can still be hard as fuck to do it. And I know consistently, consistently my emotions war against what my heart knows to be correct and that I have to check my intentions as I walk through this world. More than anything, I mean, Lacey posted something today that hit me really hard. And I know it was from our church group and stuff like that, but it was still super good. And it was just... That like to stop chasing what God has promised you. And I was like, God, oh, man, like I feel personally attacked, but in the right kinds of way. And I was really, really awesome to read that. But what it reads like to me, and it's the same shit. Like she can attest to this fact. When I pray, I'm like getting less and less asking God to influence the world. Like I almost never do that. I ask things like, God, please come into my heart and teach me to look at everything from a perspective of love. 
I say, God, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be the man that I know you've created me to be so I may meet the situations that are in your plan as the man that you know I am. Things like that. Because my intention when I pray for God to change the world around me in a way that will fucking suit my needs and my ends, at least for me, it becomes selfish. It becomes selfish. But what I'm trying to do in those cases is to ask God to be in my heart and remind me of the fact that God is in my heart. And I've said this a hundred times before, but love is a well. It's an unending well. Truth is an unending well. Once you learn the truth of who you are and who is inside you, which is your very creator, I've got goosebumps on my whole fucking body right now saying that. Once you realize that greatness made you, therefore greatness is in you, the idea that you need to act out of fear becomes irrelevant. I'm not telling you I don't experience fear, man. I'm in the middle of a hard fucking, hard situation with my kids right now. And I consistently experience fear. I consistently experience worry and anxiety and frustration and anger. Because I care so much for them. But, but, I've said this before too, I'm simply experiencing those things. The truth is the truth. It's timeless. Emotions are anything but timeless. They're fleeting. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. But God will not. And I just want to be able to meet my creator one day and say that, Lord, despite the difficulties I had, despite the fact that it's been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, Literally, that my life has been the hardest thing, most difficult, most challenging thing I've done to date, period, and will continue to be. That I acted in a way that you have taught me through my experiences to act. To see the world as something to be loved and not to be hated or resented. To see the frustrations that I have as an opportunity to grow and teach. To see the pain that I see as an opportunity to heal and connect to stop seeing the problems and start seeing the fact that we are the solution. Stop looking for reasons to why the world isn't perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's just not what I want in my expectations for it to be. And because of those expectations, I'm often disappointed with it. But when I can learn to see myself as something that can be just expectant of lessons, expectant of opportunities, expectant of the fact that God will reveal himself in everything I do. Somebody asked me on a TikTok video the other day and it was one of the craziest questions I've ever heard and it was super upsetting to me because I saw my old self in this person. I said, prove to me that God exists. And I wanted to say, prove to me that he doesn't. But I remembered what I was when I was that person. I remember how closed-minded I was. I remember that my intention was to try to tear down somebody's belief. And that just doesn't work. And so I checked myself and I realized that it didn't fucking matter if I responded to that person in any type of meaningful way. And I just simply said to them, everywhere I look, I see God. Everywhere I look. I see God in the pain of the world. And I see him in the joy of the world. I see God in, a, like we talked about earlier, man, like this sounds horrible, man, but I, 
I need you to stick with me and understand. I see God even in the racism in the world because it gives us an opportunity for us to show those people who are experiencing that that there are people who fucking love them enough to want to try to redress those things. That every opportunity between me and my significant other, me and my children, me and the mother of my children, me and everybody I've ever fucking met, Every opportunity that there is presented with us with some type of adversity is an opportunity for us to bring love to the table, a universal concept, authenticity in that love, and bring everything to a new level. Because the real connection comes in the repair process. The real connection comes in the intention of wanting to fix that which is not harmonious with each other and ourselves and our souls and our creator. These videos are getting crazy to me as I make them. The more and more I do them, it's like I don't even fucking have a concept. I don't even remember half the crap I talked about on this one already. I just pray before I start. And I said, Lord, please just use me as your vessel. I give you my mouth. Speak to your people and give them a message of love and caring and acceptance. I don't want to hear anymore that church stuff that we, we grew up with where we talk about how there's fire and brimstone waiting if you don't do the right things and you don't get right with God in the right kinds of ways. God fucking loves you. You are his perfect creation. God is in you. And anything that you do in your life because of a misguided ideal is exactly that. It was a misguided ideal. Because nobody truly, once they start to really see the reality, can continue to behave in the ways that are not in alignment with that. So we can safely assume that anybody who is operating outside of the realities of truth and love is self-deceived. The hardest part about it is that all of us are self-deceived. All of us struggle with that. And our pastor said something the other week, man. He's like, does anybody here self-deceived? Not many people raise their hands. He's like, well, does anybody here know somebody that's self-deceived? Everybody's like, fuck yeah, I do. Well, that means all of us are in some way, shape, or form. All of us have blind spots. So let's look at those people that frustrate us and hurt us as people that have blind spots and give us and them the opportunity to make a connection and grow together in that repair process. Because truly, if God is in all of us, then I cannot ever hate another human being truly. I truly can't because that means that I'm hating God. <laughs> it's hard, but it's real. So today, I want you to look at something that frustrates you. I want, to look at, I want you to look at something that you bitch about to other people all the time. Something that you find frustrating as fuck. And realize that that thing that you find frustrating is a lack of acceptance and love being applied to the situation. Because if our intention is love, truly we can never go wrong. Love all of you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Hope you have a great night. Thanks for the late waiting for me. You're late and stuff. It, it means a lot to me. I'm actually getting ready to record some, uh, some cool affirmation videos for YouTube with my new producer, Treg. Uh, we'll post some stuff later. I'm crazy excited about that, guys. Please stay tuned. Thank you so much for all of your support. It really means the fuck.